The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Tuesday, October 4th, 2022, Season 18, Episode number 43. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We're live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We are presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Tuesday, so we've got a lot of things we're going to hit today, a lot of different topics we'll hit today. Uh, Brian's got a game for us, so we'll do a little bit of that and have a little bit of fun. I also have uh, some questions that I'll toss these guys to give us a little bit of a quarter review now that we're about a quarter way through the season. Now it's 17 games. It's not really a an even breakdown of, of the quarters, a quarter of the season, but we're almost there, so we'll give a little breakdown there. Well, if you just make it 20, you know, just 20 say games. that they're going to play 20 games, then you I can would like do that. it from that I'm not standpoint. sure the players would like that, but I would like that. Well, I mean, the playoffs. playoffs. You know, I got three playoff games. You would like that. I would like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't control that, though. Can't but control yeah, that. I would, I would love that. That would be outstanding. If the season ended today... Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. We haven't gotten there yet. Well, if the season ended today, you do know your Cowboys would be in the playoffs. Probably like a five seed, six Yeah, seed. something like that, I think. You know, the interesting part is, and this is kind of dovetails into the topic I wanted to hit first, there would actually be three teams from the NFC East in the playoffs How about if, that? The, if the season ended today. The Giants would be the seventh seed. The Cowboys, I think, were like the fifth seed. And, and the Eagles would be, I think, the number one seed. Number one seed. And they're, and they're terrible. Who is the Giants? Oh, I thought you were talking about the Eagles. Okay, yeah. No, Eagles are good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not good, sure. I'm good. not sure how good the Giants, the Giants are. are, but but I will say this: whatever they are, I think they're better than they were last year. Because last year they were losing to bad teams. Yeah. At least they're beating bad teams now. So I, I think that's there's something yeah. to be said about that. Brought us his famous line of NFL's a strange lady. That's it. it it's, <laughs> it's it's very. She's she's really weird this year. She's we're strange. Still, we're still trying to figure she's out everything. Strange. You know, I mean, but. Because I don't know how, how good the Giants are. Who knows how good the Cowboys are? I mean, who knows? I yeah, mean, yeah. But their, their defense looks pretty good. I'll tell you what else has good defense. 49ers. Yeah. Golly. 49ers have always had this when they're healthy. They, like, they just don't know. You just don't know when they're going to be healthy. But when they're healthy, they got a ton of talent on that defense. So, no, yeah. so so Washington gave up nine sacks to the Eagles and then played the Cowboys and gave up two. Yeah. And then the Niners, then the Rams gave up seven sacks to, to the 49ers. We'll see what happens this game. Well, here's the deal. Let's be clear. The Cowboys won't sneak up on anybody when it comes to their defensive front. No. So every team that the Cowboys play, just like the, I think the the Commanders came into that game with a very clear game plan. We're going to run the ball. We're going to throw a lot of short, quick passes. We are not going to expose our quarterback to getting hit. Yeah. And I think the Cowboys can probably expect that's going to be the game plan for a ton of teams that they will play this year because they've already shown teams, if you don't do that, you are putting your quarterback at risk. It's no, going to be a real yeah. challenge. No, this this week is going to be a real challenge, especially when you get embarrassed to just nine points. I would assume as a team, especially playing at home, you'll be pretty pissed off and mm-hmm. ready to go. So this will be a real test for the Cowboys offense to see how they perform because I don't think with Cooper Rush, we haven't really seen them play against a team with this type of caliber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this is... Uh... On the defensive side of the ball, though, too, this is all going to be about, and we'll get into all that. You know, it's going to be about 
a tight end and a wide receiver, really, for the Rams. They, the running the football has just been so painful for them. Mm-hmm. And we'll study more about that this evening. But, you know, it, it's whoever's got Cooper Cup in this game, it's going to be an all-day struggle for all him. All day. And it's going to be 19 targets, and it's going to be mm-hmm. – you're probably going to get thrown on. You're probably going to get 14 of them caught. It's going to – how are you going to defend the other five? You know, that's how you're going to – that's how this game could very well play out for you. Yeah. Or Tyler Higby. You yeah. know, whoever's going to have to t- carry Tyler Higby, the tight end, it's going to be 12, ca- 12 targets for him. So it, it can, it's going to come down to a couple different players for them. I think in, in a weird way, I, I think it almost hurts their team a little bit. When, when Now, here we are all offseason. Kyle Lamar's got to figure out a way to get CeeDee Lamb the ball. Get, get, get your number one guys. All the Rams, they get Cooper Cup the ball. Yeah, they do. But it's almost at it's almost at a point where like that's all they do and that's all they want to do and therefore once I mean yeah he he caught what fourteen passes where'd he go you yeah. know I mean like like he caught it eight y- nine yards of catch and he gets he hit yeah. all the time so like I I don't know like I I don't know if that's just the strategy get your number one guy the ball all the time if 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 no one else can can do anything you know what i mean i think it's got to be a little bit more balanced it can't just be dump off dump off dump offs and let this little guy who's not that big just getting crushed i mean jaron curse if he comes back donovan wilson those guys would love to be hitting on him all like that they used to be able to run the ball you mm-hmm. know and then they, yeah. and then they had odell beckham too so you had a weapon to go along with Cooper Cup, and sign? they've lost they've lost Van no. Jefferson. He has not yet, no. but they lost but Van, Van Jefferson, Jefferson. Yeah, and that that was going to be their yeah. number two, and he's out now in IR. I think yeah. for Scully uh, to return at some Odell point. Odell hasn't signed. No, Odell. He, no. I just he, as a matter of fact, he just visited. He was the Giants. He was, yesterday. He was going to okay. see Shepard. He just went to yeah. go see Shepard yeah. yeah. uh, after his Shepherd. surgery. Yeah. I saw on Fantasy where it was trending where where Odell Beckham is now. Yeah, he people are picking him up on Fantasy, so I was like, I don't know why he was in New York yesterday. But I mean, he's still unsigned. But I don't know that he'd be. Ready. I, November I think he's not is until November. Yeah, that's the earliest. So yeah. doesn't help him Cowboys right now. And, and I do think there's going to yeah. be a lot of conversation this week on not just here, but everywhere. I think there's the, a lot of people are talking about the Rams from the standpoint of is it enough to just have Cooper Cup? You know, when you got the yeah. guy getting, you know, I don't know, 15 targets a game. Their offensive at some point, line. you got to think like, what are you going to do offensively yeah. other than Cooper Cup? Right? Yeah, their offensive line, you know, is really that's been the biggest problem. Yeah. They've been banged up. They're on multiple centers, multiple guards. They lose a you know an all pro tackle. You know now they got Note Boom playing, and he doesn't look really completely ready to take the job. So it's going to be an interesting game from the Cowboys' aspect of attacking the Rams. I mean, if if Matthew Stafford is going to throw the ball forty eight times and it's only going to go for a little over five yards. Jeez, give me that all day. Yeah, give me that all day. If it, it's the same recipe, you just beat the Commanders, right? You know, they threw the ball forty something times, and they only threw it for four yards a, a completion. Just bring it on. Without the power running game that yeah. Washington kind of yeah, has, exactly. so they don't have that. They don't exactly. have those guys. Running. And quite exactly. frankly, I don't think their defense necessarily is a defense no sacks. scared of right now. No sacks I don't think for that scared group. Scared of that yeah. defense. So if yeah. if the offense can do what they've been doing, get them right right there around that twenty point range. Yeah. Then you know they got a shot there. The pressure, the pressure that the 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 Rams. I, I was looking some numbers. Not that I'm nerding on numbers, but I mean, just sometimes you do. But the, the pressures that they're bringing on blitzes and not getting home is alarming. That they're having to bring pressure and they're not getting rushers home. Again, they give up no sacks. I think the 49ers have got a good offensive line, even though Trent Williams has been banged up mm-hmm. for them. But yeah, the the fact that the Rams get little pressure and you know, and if you can hold uh if you can hold that defensive tackle, Aaron Donald to no sacks in a game and only four tackles, man, sign me up for that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, I just I just think this is going to be just a really fun game. I I think that Cowboys have some advantages, obviously, with defense against the Rams' offense, and then you know on the other side of the ball, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be tough, like you said, Aaron Donald, but but also, I mean, this game has been on the schedule since it came out in May. I mean. Cowboy fans will be there. Home game. It will be yeah. a it will be a lot of fans. We saw it with the Chargers um, you know, last year. It'll be the same this year. You know, those their season they they won the Super Bowl last year and they I'm sure that those fans of, you know, they're selling some tickets. The Cowboys will have a huge crowd. It'll be a really fun, like bowl game type atmosphere. It'll be really fun. I made that point yesterday in the radio and the guys looked at me like I said, This is going to be a home game for the Cowboys. Watch. And they're kind of looking at me like, What do you mean? I go that Southern California fan base for the Cowboys is huge. We see it when we go to Oxnard. You understand that. This is their opportunity. Mm-hmm. The Chargers game last year. I mean, the Chargers had to go silent count in the game last year because of the Cowboys fans. And it was their first game ever yeah. Yeah. with yeah. fans yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah. so th- I, think th- I think it's the same thing. Cowboy fans will show up in Southern California. It'll be, it'll be a good crowd yeah. for them. And I don't know about saying a home game. because I, oh, I, I did. I yeah. don't care. Well, I mean, I, I, I think it, but I think it'll be like 50-50. But what happens in those, ga- those games, we've all been Texas to those college OU. games. Yeah, where like the fans bring out the best in each other, or yeah. worst, but they, they bring out the enthusiasm in each other. You don't want to be hearing – the Rams fans don't want to be here and let's go Cowboys. Yeah. So then they start getting it, and then it just and it yeah, just it makes everything, everything huge. Yeah. It'll be it'll be really fun. It's gonna be a fun game, and I think the Cowboys can compete. I really do. The one thing I'm interested in seeing, I agree with you that it'll be a lot of Cowboys fans. I want to see if at all that's affected by the fact that they won a Super Bowl, because they, I do think that fans can often be you know you can you can have a lot more fans that'll show up when you just want a Super Bowl right there are a lot more yeah. people that want to jump on the bandwagon right. at that point I wonder how much that's affected their fan base in LA to the point where does it now are they now having more people that are going to those games that bought the tickets rather than selling them let's say to Cowboys fans yeah. so I, I will be interested to see I'm not saying it won't be I'm just yeah. saying I'll be interested to see I think that's a, a little bit of a wrinkle there that could change maybe the dynamic of what that game feels like in, in, in typical situations where we've gone to L.A. To well, play. they got smoked by Buffalo in opening day. You yeah. know, I mean, that was a home loss. It was bad. And sometimes you have some bad losses along the way. That fan base, there's other things they can go do. You know, that's not a, that's not no like a, that's not a fan base. It's like, geez, we got to go to the game this week because we got nothing going on. Yeah. It's like, have you ever thought about going up to Ventura this weekend? I know the Rams are playing, but eh, let's not. Let's just go up. You know, I mean, that, that's the kind of, you know, let's go to Santa Barbara. You know, there's things to do in California. Some places you don't have that advantage. Yep. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, i got some questions for these guys. We'll do some first quarter of the season uh, reaction. Uh, and then in the final segment, we'll get to Brian's game. We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite in 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. 
Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the break. Whether you're watching from home or cheering in the stands, Essler Lenses lets you see every exciting play. Book an appointment. Your local Essler experts find the perfect lens for you. See more, do more, Essler. Welcome back. Second segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. The segment brought to you by Blockchain.com. Let's do a little quarter review. Uh, I got a few questions here uh, that I'm going to throw at you guys uh, on some different topics. Just kind of a... Let's look and see what you guys think. The first question I have for you is, which free agent loss do you think the Cowboys missed the most? Here are the answers that you can choose from. Randy Gregory, Lyle Collins, Amari Cooper, or none of the above. It's got to be Amari Cooper. I mean, I think. I mean, this team, like they still lead the league in sacks. They may not now, but they did last week. I don't know if they lead the league in sacks. Yes, sir. They still still do. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I I can't say that they miss them then. I mean, um, and then Lyle. I mean, we saw Lyle's work earlier this year. Yep. I mean. And he's now hurt. Yeah. Okay. Which which was availability. Remember they kept saying availability. And I don't know. I saw Randy Gregory's name pop up on something. I saw that Randy Gregory was hurt as well. I haven't heard an update Meniscus. He's going to be out. Three or four games. Yeah, I he, had, he, he had to get some two to six cart- weeks cartilage shaved. Yeah, two to six, okay. two to six some so cartilage shaved I mean, or something like that. It's got to yeah. be Cooper then, because the offense. I mean, you know, I mean, the offensive the receivers are doing okay. And Manuel Brown, them start, but I mean, I think Cooper looks pretty good over there too with the playing with the backup quarterback. So I think mean, I think the answer there is Cooper. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And aside from injury, like just looking at talent-wise, what they were, what they were bringing to you, and what you currently have, I think that. Maybe the Cowboys would have won that game for week one against Tampa had they had Amari Cooper in the roster in the offense. I think the offense would have looked differently. They would have been able to maybe move the ball a lot better and score some points enough for you to get the win because we know the defense was able to hold Tom Brady down. But um, if, despite Noah Brown be, having a great season so far, showing things that me personally, I didn't think he would be able to take that kind of weight on him. He's been good, but I think that C.D. Lamb would have kind of stepped up a lot sooner had Amari Cooper been here 
already. And I know he wouldn't have maybe been the number one receiver, but still, he would have created that balance on offense that you are currently, I feel like, still missing. Because regardless with Michael Gallup being back, it's going to take a couple more weeks for you to hopefully start looking like it's working together. None of them. They miss none of them. (laughs) Absolutely none of them. Your point about the receivers stepping up, CeeDee Lamb stepping up, Noah Brown stepping up, you got Michael Gallup stepping back. When we were all in Oxnard, they were telling us, like, why are you guys so worried about these receivers? Don't be worried about these receivers. Don't be worried about these receivers. You know, and we kept asking the question, Washington got hurt. When are you going to get a receiver? Need a veteran guy. They knew where Michael Gallup was going to be in all this. They really, really do. And so to me – I feel like, though, they've got the receivers. I like what you're saying about Amari Cooper, uh, excuse me, uh, CeeDee Lamb having to elevate his game. I think that's, I think that's something that's been a real, uh, a real positive for them. I think Noah Brown stepping up out of the shadow. They tried to make Noah Brown and Cedric Wilson the same guy. No, Cedric Wilson just became a little bit better player. And they, they went, okay, Cedric, you're our guy. Noah, you're now on special teams. Noah's seen what happened to him last year. He elevated his game, too. He's a guy that you can go out and be reliable. I think his numbers are very similar to what Amari – I think Amari had one catch for nine yards the other day. His home road splits are still bad. Yeah. And he plays on the road, he's a bad player. At home, he's, a, <laughs> he's an all-pro. But, see, that's what I'm saying. That, you know, the thing is, as much as I hate – So he'd be fine this week against the Rams because they're playing at home. Yeah. <laughs> they play at home. Yeah, exactly. Back, so this, to, the, back, back to the original conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, but the thing about it is, to me, as critical as I am with Steele – they're getting away with that. They trust Steele more than they trust Collins. Mm-hmm. The health, he couldn't bend because of the hips. You can't play him at tackle. Well, I mean, and you can't play him at guard. Now he's hurt. You know, the reliability factor. And besides, they made that a little personal, in my opinion. Yeah. Not the DallasCowboys.com opinion. Brian Broaddus' opinion, okay? So, to me, they're, they're looking at Randy Gregory. They figured it out. They figured it out. With, they went out and got Fowler. They got Armstrong. Armstrong, with this coaching, has gotten better. Mm-hmm. You know, they've gotten better with this coaching. It's proven that, you know, they wanted to sign Randy Gregory. His agent didn't allow him to sign here. Yeah. His agent says, well, I'm going to shop this deal to Denver and see what we get. You know, Randy, you know, Jerry Jones is talking about, we've well, got three for one. That's a good, you know, but in reality, they wanted to sign Randy Gregory. Yeah. They don't miss any of these players right now. You know, you got to you gotta factor in, too. You can't just say, well, put Amari Cooper on this team because now they still have some money available. But when you go and look at, you know, J. Ron Curse that they added and Malik Hooker and Leighton Vander Esch and Dorrance Armstrong and Fowler and Brian Anger, and, you know, they added all, all of these other guys in here that I don't know if you can get all of them. With with just keeping a, the twenty million dollar tag, which he you know Cooper said he would he yeah, would, he he would bring it down a little yeah. bit, but you know if they wanted to do that, but still you know if you're going to sign these guys, you don't have the depth at some of the other positions. I still think you can get some of them, but not all of them. And I think depth at safety, depth at defensive end is helping this team thrive. Yeah, yeah, and that's I I agree with you, Brian. I don't think you I don't think, think they're none? missing any of them. I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. If you had Amari Cooper's talent. On paper, you are a better team. I get that. I think that ultimately, 
I actually like the idea of forcing C.D. Lamb to step up his game. I do, too. Saying, Amber. I do and too. so for me, that's actually a positive. If it's going to make him – and by the way, if we're starting to see signs that maybe he's going to do that, we won't know until the season is done whether he really did that and really asserted himself to be the number one guy, and he is among those receivers in the league that are number one receivers. But I do like the idea of forcing him to do that and not letting Amari Cooper be a crutch for him. I've got to, I've got to figure out if i got to pay C.D. Lamb here yeah. soon enough. If you have, to your point, which I thought was really, really good, and it to me, if I can't figure out what C.D. Lamb is, his numbers are good the first two years. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like killing him because of his numbers. I'm like, he led the team last yeah, year. I mean, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Look at the numbers. And so to me, that's where I got to figure out. I'm not willing. This receiver market is crazy with the money they're spending for guys. You know, that guy from Arizona leaves and he goes to Miami or uh, uh, and, Jacksonville. Yeah, the, excuse me, to Jacksonville. Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. And I'm like, what? Was he? Yeah. What? You know, that kind of thing. And, I, you know, no, I need to figure this thing out before. Show me that you're the guy. Show me I can rely on you. If not, I'm going to go get another guy. But I can't give a guy $20, 25000000 million just on hope. No. You know, I got to give it on the performance. And people out there right now are going, whoa, Broadus, they've given money to guys on hope before. You know, I think this organization's in a different mindset with that now. I think that if they go, if you go back and look at, and this is again me talking, the Zeke deal and other deals, they might have been not so willing to step up the way they did. You know, they they moved on from from Jalen Smith. They moved on from him. Yeah. yeah. You know, Dan Quinn. Somebody went in and said, "This cat can't play. He can't play. Why don't you give him nine million dollars? He can't play." You know, some and they said, "Okay, you're right. Boom, move on." So. I think we're maybe getting a little bit of a trend of that, of guys moving on from guys. All right, here's our next question. If you could sign one upcoming free agent to a new deal right now, who would it be? I'll give you a few names. Actually, they got a lot of guys that are on this list of free agents for next year. But Cooper Rush, Donovan Wilson, Noah Brown, Terrence Steele, Brett Maher. If you could sign one of them right now, and it could be for different reasons. It could be because you feel like if you do it now, you get a better deal. But if you could sign one of those guys right now, who would it be? Man. Um, you said Rush, Brown. I, Rush, I, Brown, Wilson, Steele, and Maher. All right, I, I could sign him right now. You could sign him right now. Cooper Rush. I'm signing my backup quarterback and, and, and not having to deal with trying to get another backup quarterback. Hmm. That's Yeah, I think it's Cooper Rush. If you can get him. Now, he, need to, he would need to fire his agent for doing that. Yeah, <laughs> his, agent, his agent would be an idiot to do that right now, uh, but I mean, yeah, that that would be my guy. Well, if you gave him enough money, I think. Sure. I think oh yeah, you could it. definitely do it. Yeah. But I mean, right, right now, I mean, I haven't lost as a starter. So there's teams, there's teams in around the, the NFL that are like, oh, I I would like quarterbacks that win, you know. And so, and, and I know it's not just him. It's not. He even said it. That's what I like about yeah. him. He, he says it. It's the defense. defense yeah. So I, I I like that he's aware. You know, quarterbacks need awareness, and he's aware of everything. I, I I think I agree with that. I would probably do him because I know how difficult we've seen it happen here, how difficult it is to have a, a capable backup quarterback. And he's a guy that, although the offense hasn't been explosive whatsoever and scoring a bunch of points or anything like that, he's played very clean. He's made his game look very clean. And to me, everything that he's shown so far and the way he acts after the game, he's just so humble about everything. I just, um, I'm becoming a fan again of Cooper Rush and what he brings to the table. 
In this scheme, I think you sign Cooper Rush. If they change coaches, I don't know if I would do that. But it's for right here, right now. Um, I think I would go with Wilson is who I would go with because yeah. I trust what Dan Quinn's going to do with him. I tr- I, as much as, and I think you're going to see this. I think you're going to see Curse play down, Wilson and Hooker play deep, and I think you're going to play Wilson as a robber. And I mean a robber like a guy that plays in the middle between like the linebackers and the safeties. And when the people are trying to run all this crap, it's crossing and all that, you got a guy that can go and react and go get the football, knock people out in the middle of the field, make it difficult to catch the ball. Hey, I got a matchup against a tight end. You know, we'll let Curse play the run because he's a bigger guy and he can tackle really well. Wilson can cover. We've seen him run like heck to cover the mm-hmm. back, you know, third of a field. I think, man, th- this team has chased safeties forever, ever. They finally figured it out. They finally figured it out. You know, it took George Edwards saying, hey, this Curse guy can play a little bit. There's not a scout in the league that would have told you that Curse can cover and play down and do all those things. As long as Dan Quinn's, as long as Dan Quinn's the defensive coordinator here, give me all his guys. Everybody he wants to sign that he plays in the scheme, give me all those yeah. cats because I know that that's going to be worth my money. I really do. I would actually say Cooper Rush, but I'd say him for a little different reason. The way I look at this is having a quarterback that's a backup quarterback that can play and that teams think is a good, let's just say he's a good quarterback, there's value for that. Sure. You might be able to turn that around and leverage that in a trade where maybe now you're talking a significant trade option, like literally – I don't know if a team's willing to give me a one, but maybe they're willing to give me a two. But if you, if you would you take a four right now? Right now, no. Okay, because this is a game I play on 105.3, the fan yeah. called My Gang of Seven, mm-hmm. which are general managers and yeah. guys, old crusty mm-hmm. guys I worked with throughout the league. Every, there was three of them. Five of them got back to me. One of them said, nah, I wouldn't give anything. Another guy said, I'd give you a five. The other three said they would give me a four. That's that's where they're at right now. And question would be are are those teams that that need they a need a bad. quarterback? Yeah, okay. one of my guys is like he's he's on he's right now working guys out, kind of a deal. Yeah. So you know yeah, but he he said he's like three of those guys said a four. Now before the season in training camp, Ambar, I go Ambar, Cooper Rush, I could get a fourth round pick for him right now. What are you going to say? Do it. Sign me yeah, up. There you go. Do it. I mean, we're we're out Where there. Yeah, we're, we're like. I mean, like, frankly, there was a you lot want to of conversations. Will a better, a better back I would and forth hang up right now if it's I would not too. a first. I would yep. too, because I, I will tell you this. Yeah, you guys are hard to deal no, with. Well, but no, think about this. no. Well, when the second round, yeah. the second round is is a wash. Sure. What 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 guy with a torn ACL with character issues are we going to get from yeah. the second round? You know how Jerry drafts in the second yeah. round, so that, yeah. I don't want that. But I'm just saying, I can't. What if Dak hurts his thumb again? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, who's the backup? Like, well, we got Will Greer or somebody. Yeah. Could have been Cooper Rush, but. We got. We sure did get Jake Ferguson though. Well, you just don't do round. it during the season. You don't. No, I mean, I got a fourth yet. round pick. I mean, like, I always think of like the worst fourth round picks, yeah. not Dak, but I think of the Charles Tappers. Like, what if you traded for a fourth round pick when you have a backup that can come in and play? See, but because, I'll, I'll tell you this, though, Brian. Here's a question. Yeah, it, is his value greater now, or is his value greater at the end of the season? I actually think you may actually sit on that now. At the end of the season, when teams are trying to reevaluate what they're going to do at their quarterback position, you might actually be able to get well, a really good, a really well, good draft deadline. pick. But yeah, the trade, trade deadline, deadline. yeah, at the yeah, trade, trade deadline. deadline. So you got to wait to the season, and you yeah. get that close to the season, the agent's like, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, well, if he if he signed, if he signed, then you could do that. But like right, his agent is not going to do that. Like I, he. Okay, so let me let me ask you this: If you went to his agent right now and said, 
We're willing to pay him $25 million for th- a year for okay. three years. Okay, that, that's cool. But your draft pick then better be close to that. Well, th- look, this is the way I look at it. Let's say, let's say he's willing to take that $25 million for three years, right? Okay. The way I look at that is if, if I then get to the offseason and I'm willing to now trade him, how many teams that that by the way they they're bringing him in to be their starter? Yeah, they're now getting a three year starter mm-hmm. for twenty five million a year. That is a bargain of a deal. Well, then they, right? Yeah, then they're gonna have to trade a good pick for it. Exactly. Right. That's no, my point. So now I've created the leverage for me to get an even better pick in the off season okay. or, or heading into the next season. Okay. You know. Then again, he fires the agent because <laughs> because if you don't do that, and then teams are still wanting you in free agency, they're not going to get you for eight million a clip. They're going to get you a lot more than that. Well, but here but here's the thing: that's all a bet. That's all a bet. Right now, the value is high enough where if I go to him right now, it's that it's that. Do I want to get paid now and secure myself now? That's why I love. Or, or this is I why I love football. Can yeah, we just too. enjoy the now? No, I know. Enjoy this is the now. Football. Talk about some it's quarterback fun. controversy. Because, because like, let's just the owner wants that. quarterback I'm, controversy. I'm getting rid of the quarterback controversy. <laughs> like I want next year, he doesn't need to be here. Like give me another guy. You know. See, that's know. the thing about it is if you if you don't do anything with Cooper Rush and he then goes on, he doesn't. You don't sign him back, and he goes and, and has some success. Uh, you could likely get your third or fourth on the on the compensatory pick side of things. It's true. So you have to determine if if you feel like that. Listen, I could if he signs a big deal, I'm likely going to get a third. If he signs a good deal, I'm going to probably get a fourth. So you got to determine: yeah. Do you want to play the compensatory game to protect yourself in case something? Now, there's people that will tweet at me and say, "Dak's injury prone." Yeah, Dak's injury prone, Brian. I'm telling you, Dak's injury prone. So to me, I'm kind of taking the San Francisco approach, even though they wanted to start Trey Lance. Yeah. I'm keeping Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, you know, is there a big difference between Jimmy Garoppolo and Cooper Rush? I would rather have Jimmy Garoppolo because I heard somebody say I saw somebody Jimmy Garoppolo won like forty something games. I think. I mean, but I I saw it on Twitter, and I I was like, and I was like, honestly, I don't know that there's a big difference between those two players. You know, Stafford tried to throw was it Tart the 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 safety that dropped the ball for the forty. I mean, they catch that ball, the Forty Niners are through. They're yeah. they're into the yep. Super Bowl and they might beat the Bengals. Yeah. You know, with yep. Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. I yeah. every time anybody says, Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo, I you know, I'm the Giants, I'm going Yeah, I know. Hey, what do you want for Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, I've never thought I, before he was the season. <laughs> no, he's before, not a bad player. Not before at all. the season, I mean, yeah, when you put things around him, yeah. when you block for him, when you yeah. run the ball, you know, he's not gonna mess it up totally. He tried against the Cowboys though. Remember yeah. he threw a pick and yeah. He tried. Yeah, I mean, he, was, yeah. he was trying to get them back in the game. But then they moved on and beat Green Bay, you know, or whoever. In the snow, the, yeah. Uh, no, that, that was the week before. Uh, that, week that's after. What, week after, right, yeah. All right, real quick, let's Add get to one more. Let's too. get one more before we take our final break. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to take this from Nick. Nick threw this out there yesterday. I thought it was a good question. Hmm. What do you think is the bigger – who's been the bigger surprise? Brett Maher, Cooper Rush, or Tyler Smith? I mean, I think I think we could probably – sidestep rush don't you think i mean isn't he the obvious here because we kind of talked about it and we i mean when you start painting the biggest surprise maher was not even on a team in training camp and the cowboys had already been there done that and brought him back and for him to be doing what he's doing right now just go back to training camp you and i are sitting there and they're like i bet you maher makes five of his first six kicks hits a couple (laughs) 50 yards and a game winner like really like okay 
I bet you that Cooper Rush comes in and wins all three of his starts when Dak's hurt and creates a quarterback controversy. You'd be like, what did you drink last night? Are you drinking now? First of all, he's not created a quarterback controversy, but I get your point. Well, I mean, no, his owner is. But I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. So Kind of crawfish from that statement. I think, I, think that's, I think that's just the biggest one. I, yeah. I, I think if you said... I'm not trying to change the game. No, but that's I, fine. That's isn't fair. Cooper Rush the answer? Absolutely. I, I remember very clearly after the game, everybody's surrounding Jerry Jones outside the <laughs> locker room, and you hear him say he's going to go under surgery or something, and, and everybody's like, what? Like, yeah. oh, panic well, this, mode. This like, is, what? Yeah. what? What What are we listening? And immediately, it was a gut punch. because of how that game went down and everything that we saw oh, yeah. there on the offense, you mm. immediately thought – Man, that's it. Like, yeah. there goes the season. There goes another year. And surely, I was one fighting or saying I want Will Greer to go in there. Why Cooper Rush? Why? He's looked terrible. Like, yeah. you know? And I've had my roller coaster with, with Cooper Rush. But lately, mine was all the way down. I'm like, I'm not up for Cooper Rush. So the fact that he went in there and he's done it so effortlessly in a sense and so clean and just so poised and composed I think has been really a huge surprise to me I wasn't surprised about Tyler Smith because I do have the advantage of seeing him like for the draft show and stuff Mm -hmm. like that to Ambar's point that night after Tampa and Jerry standing there giving us like the doctor medical report that he's given and then you know that curse is leaving the building too on crutches Mm -hmm. and you're thinking hmm our best offensive player, our best defensive player, one of our best, you know, I mean. And after this game. Yeah, Yeah. and you're like going, well, and 15 text messages or uh, tweets at me, Broadus, when's Derek going to start the draft show? Broadus, when's, (laughs) you know, this is week one. Yeah. So I'm on the roller coaster with Ambar. I'm strapped in, hands up, screaming over the hill (laughs) because I'm yelling for Will Greer, Will Greer. I'm doing that. Because in training camp, I'm not, you know, I'm watching you guys do your work at Broncos practice. I'm yeah. watching you do your work at, at the Charger practices and stuff like that. And I'm going, this doesn't sound very good. And then I'm doing the games, you know, I'm doing broadcast of games. I'm like going, throw it, throw it, throw it, you know, that. And he's holding it and getting mm-hmm. sacked and getting hit. And you're like going, why? Mm-hmm. Why? And I, and I was, I was thinking about when am I going to start watching tape? When am I going to start watching college tape? And it, it was that. I think the, I think it's Cooper Rush. I, I with that, but I because I just know I knew the Maher one. I give the organization credit on that one because I, that to me is so cowboy front office. Take out take out Cooper Rush and put Noah Brown in, and I'll and I'll play the game. Sure. Noah Brown, Noah biggest surprise. Noah Brown, Maher, or Tyler Smith. <laughs> Maher, Noah, Noah Brown for me. Yeah. I mean. I was ready to cut the guy already too. Like I'm, because yeah. he's been here so long. You tend to forget about him. Mm-hmm. He showed some things last year with Dak and all that. But even then, could he? For That's me, one, could he way. step up to that role? I really didn't. I mean, we've seen him make some really good catches. At times, I would think he was Des Bryant when Des had just left. You would watch him from the press box, and you're like, "Oh, is that Des? Oh no, that's Noah Brown." But it was. I just didn't see him being so good as he's been so far. But you see it every year at training camp. Yeah, it's like we call yeah. it all all <laughs> Oxnard. Yeah, all yes. Oxnard. Nick yes. Nick every time would go need ten names from you. Let's rate them one to ten. Who's had the best camp? 
Noah Brown, number Noah four. Brown. Noah Brown. Yeah. <laughs> it's always Noah yeah. Brown, number yeah. four. Number and then yeah. we get to the season, yeah. and, 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 it's and then just, it goes away. And then it, 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 it happened Le- last leaves year. Leaves the team in special teams tackles. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's like the thing with Cedric Wilson. They were trying Noah Brown, yeah. Cedric Wilson, Noah Brown. And then all of a sudden, Cedric Wilson says, I'm going to go get paid from the Dolphins. I don't know what you're doing. You know, kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. I'm going to get a one-year deal. Yeah. I think it's Noah Brown for me. I mean, Tyler Smith's been – I mean, just the fact that he's moved around and didn't even practice at left tackle, that's that's amazing, too. All of it's amazing. Yeah. The only thing that's not amazing, their first round offensive linemen are money. That's the thing. You, anytime yeah, they draft a first no round doubt. lineman, that, that one. Have they that, missed on any of them? I'm trying to think. No. Have they missed on any Hell of them? Hell no, they haven't. Yeah. Hell no. Uh, and there really. are some misses. Don't get it wrong. No, no, they'll the first miss round. in the second round. I, no, now. I'm, saying, yeah. I'm saying throughout the league. Yeah. To look at first round offensive oh, yeah. linemen, teams late, miss. Talk to the Giants. Talk yeah. to the Giants yeah, about that. Miss. Yeah. Sometimes you pick in the late late first round in the 20s, and nothing's a guarantee. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's been very impressive. Yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. All right, we're going to take our final break. We'll come back. we got about five minutes. Oh, Brian's going to rush through this game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're going to see how many save we Save it for tomorrow, answer. maybe? Maybe we save it for tomorrow. That might be a good idea because I do have a couple more questions. Maybe we'll come okay. back. We'll figure it all out. We'll be right back. DallasCowboys.com radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Little sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back to the break. NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. Get live, local, and primetime regular season, postseason games on your phone or tablet, game replays, and more. Go to 
plus.nfl.com and start your free trial at NFL Plus today. Welcome back. It is the final segment of The Break Life in the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Starb. We are presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, we're going to postpone Brian's game. We're going to push yeah. that till tomorrow. I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to work on it a little bit more. All right, I'm good. Make it, make it a little tougher. So there we go. Fight, a little <laughs> fighting going on. <laughs> I do have one more question for you guys though in our quarter <laughs> review. Uh, tell me what was the best performance from an individual player so far in the first four games. We've got Tank Lawrence versus the Giants. He had six tackles and three sacks. Player or coach? We have two. Huh? Can you include a coach in there too? Or yeah, I, I'm going to give you my three, and if you got one you want to okay. throw in, you say okay. this is my answer. You could, that's more than okay. Okay. Michael Parsons versus Cincinnati. He had four tackles and two sacks in that game. Noah Brown uh, versus Cincinnati had five catches for 91 yards and a touchdown. Who do you think had the best performance so far this season, the first four games? Uh, for me, it's Mike against Cincinnati. I, it's one of the best performances I've seen any defensive player have since I've covered this team. So Mike against Cincinnati, I thought, is completely a game wrecker. Yeah. And it didn't show up in the stat sheet all the time. Not, not all the time. If, if you, you watch the game, yeah. you know, people were like, well, was he that good? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you watched the game. Yeah. Because if you no, didn't, he was, he was if you didn't watch the game and really focus on the second half, you would have been like, he was amazing. Yep. That's my pick. That's a tough one because I think everything comes down to Micah Parsons because everything comes down to what the defense is doing and what the defense is doing relies on what Micah Parsons mm-hmm. is doing. So, like, initially I'm thinking, okay, Noah Brown, because the offense, like, wasn't, you know, you need the offense to be able to get you somewhere too. But the only reason the offense has been able to stay in games is because of the defense. So it's just automatically Micah Parsons 1000%. Um, I do like the other options, but I don't think they're that close to him. All right, Brian? Man, I go back to that week two matchup against Cincinnati, and it's Noah Brown. Noah Brown had every – he was five for five on targets and catches. Go back and look at every one of those catches and how important they were. Mm -hmm. Third down catches fourth down catches, deflected ball catch to yeah. keep a drive going to go for the game-winning field goal. His, I mean, it was, it came out to, and I looked at the numbers, it was 18 yards of reception mm-hmm. in that game. He played 85% of the snaps in that game, too. If you don't have Noah Brown on the field, and I love Micah Parsons. You usually say that when you're trying to sell something, <laughs> but you love what another guy did. And Parsons... You expect that from Parsons. Mm-hmm. You really do. You expect Parsons to go out there and just wreck shop, as we like to say. But Noah Brown in that game, those five receptions, I, I would I would beg you to find a bigger, more clutch game from a Cowboy player in a while than but that But you one. know what? I've been wondering, um, because last game I saw Micah just a little kind of tired for a little bit. I'm not saying – and hopefully nothing happens to him. But I've been wondering, we do give Dan Quinn so much so much praise into what he's doing with all the talent on the defense and all that. But how do you think this offense would sorry, defense would actually look without a Micah Parsons? I, I'm glad because I'm glad you did that. Because I was driving in on the way and I thought, could you survive these games without Micah Parsons? No. I don't, don't think, think so. so. I don't think so. No. I think I think uh, you hit the so nail on the head, Amber. Micah this, Parsons, the most valuable player on this team, yes, without a doubt. It's not even a question not because to me once a again, doubt. once again, the only reason your quarterback has been able to yeah. win these games yeah. is because he doesn't have to score a ton of points to do it. That's because the defense is holding these teams to very very small numbers. 
That doesn't happen without Micah Parsons. And I said that last year after Thanksgiving. I remember telling Derek at the press conference, press box, I think Micah Parsons is the best player on this team. If you have him, you have a shot. And I I believe it even more now because that's just how more versatile he is. He's shown. Do you think think about players? Quinn can manage to make something out of the defense without him? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Like, Dan can still get a good defense out there and get him to play good for a game or two. But you better my point have Dak. Is, that's my point. You better <laughs> score some points. Yeah. Like, think about last yeah. year. Yeah. Even though Micah had a good year last year, I think he's been more impressive this year mm-hmm. than last year because basically they've decided, have you seen him line up at linebacker much? It's because they're like, this guy's a pass rusher. He's going to get the quarterback almost every play. I think they got better players today than they did last year. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. And I, I, so it's a better me, defense. I Man, I would knock on wood. I I would never want to weather that storm, but I have that much faith in Dan Quinn. I have that much faith that, but but okay, but I, I get Dan. but, I, but I, I get my quarterback. I get my quarterback back, right? I mean, I I mean that's that's I, I have to have my quarterback to be able to do to survive. Wait, Cooper yes. Rush is not enough. I don't know. I mean, this guy's going. I don't think they lose Micah Parsons and win three straight. Let's be, but let's be honest. Let's be honest. The, the Take reason why, Cooper, nine looks, the reason the why day. Cooper looks like he looks is because. He only has to make sure he doesn't mess it up. And right. he's making a few throws a game well, to, to get you. In, but without Micah, point. you need that, more than that. I'm, I'm on your side, okay. literally. Like I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. I thought you were saying, I thought you no, were just, no, no, he was attacking you, Derek. He really was. No, he was attacking you. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't think, I think Micah Parsons is more valuable because if they lose him, I don't think that Van Der Esch just steps into the yeah. Cooper Rush role and they win three straight. And and we're talking about, what do you do with him? Do you re-sign Van Der Esch? No, no. I, I think losing Micah Parsons. I said it before the season started. Started. Yeah. If Dak and Micah Parsons both play every game this year, they will be in the Super Bowl. Well, Ooh. well, I don't have to That's worry already about that. Done. <laughs> but I'm just saying. But it really is more Micah Parsons. Yeah. All right. I just, I just don't see. I don't, I'm glad you asked that question because I, I was thinking about it. I look, really was. Dan Quinn is a phenomenal, phenomenal coach in my opinion. Def- all to be on the defensive staff. Yeah, yeah. You, you saw the difference when he came in here versus the year before. Of how much of a difference he makes with this defense, like it's Mike Nolan? yeah, I mean it's a big difference. This here guy comes, knows what he's doing. Here comes a butt. No, that's it's <laughs> no, not a butt. butt. I'm just saying Compliment he is, sandwich. A, Get he ready is a he is a phenomenal <laughs> defensive coordinator, and and at the end of the day, like I trust that he's going to make this defense play good football. Yeah, without Michael Parsons, can you be great? That's the point, and you got to be great right be now great. if you don't have your quarterback. Agree. I just don't. Know I, how to no, do that. no, no. You got to be great, anyways. Because I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, Dak Dak needs some help, and he need, he needs help. They needed to be great against Tampa Bay. That's nice to say, but last year he won a ton of games with a good defense. That wasn't a great defense last year, and he won a ton of those games. And where did that get you? That's the no, point. I, no, playoffs. yes, we're not talking about the playoffs. We're talking about getting through the season. I know. Like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I'm on your side. I'm they on your side. Good, they, they, they got, as a team, not just Dak, as a team, they needed to be more competitive against the better teams. It yeah. wasn't just Dak. It was the whole team. Exactly. The defense, yeah. too. So, that's the, you know, they, they, they had a favorable schedule last year, and it played out, and they worked. it worked well for them. This year, not so much. I mean, they have to play first-place schedule. And first-place schedule is more than it was Last or a few years ago, because you play seventeen games. Now you, you play. Up Cincinnati now you play down, three, yeah. for, yeah. three winners, yeah. uh, uh, three extra uh, number one uh, teams from the year before, and so that's something the Eagles don't have this year. Yeah. They may have it the next year, but they don't have it this. So year. Have, they've already played. They played. Obviously, the the Rams would be that that they played this week. 
Who are the other teams? Cincinnati would be because you played the you, a, yes, you had to play the AFC yeah, AFC North. Yes, you already hit that that yeah, one game. Tampa. You won it. Yeah, Tampa. you had Tampa. You won. I mean, you lost that yeah, one. Yeah, and now Rams. you got the Rams coming up. Those right. you they got one more, right? Well, you play the NFC North, the NFC North which is you know You'll so, Green so, Bay. so of yeah, those Green three Bay. games out of the difference makers, yeah. You've you're one and one right now. Yeah, right. you can be two and one. Yeah, right. yeah, right. And and the Eagles are playing the number two team. They got and, the Steelers and they got one more win and, than yeah. you do, right? Yeah. And that maybe that's the difference, right? It could be. All right, we appreciate you guys joining. So we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to jump into the Rams. We think we will. Oh yeah, we'll be jump into the Rams <laughs> offense versus the Cowboys defense. Still in for Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, and Amber Garcia. I'm Derek Eagles, and this has been the break live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!